Welcome back, everybody, to the Creative Moment season finale of season three, episode ten. I'm Dante Bolhauer, photographer, Jamie Bolhauer, writer, and this is a podcast that talks about all three, all things creativity. So let's dive right into it in season three, the finale. Today we are talking hard questions, the difficult questions that we have to answer as our respective industries. Uh, we have both written them up unpreviewed for each other. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. I didn't okay. write mine up. Okay, I didn't. That, that's okay. That's okay. All right. So um, I'll hit you with an interesting one. What is the best photo opportunity that you've missed? The best photo opportunity that I've missed? Hmm. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of times <laughs> that I wish I had my camera and I don't. And I'm like, uh but then there's a lot of times that I appreciate not right. bringing yep. it. Um, if I'm being corny, I didn't take any photos of her with my camera <laughs> when she when when my puppy was when I got her when she was eight oh weeks old. My. That sounds super dad like, <laughs> and I don't total like that. Dad. So that oh. that's not my official <laughs> answer. Okay. Um, uh. I'll probably there's a lot of times just throughout the seasons that I'll see stuff that I'm like I want to go take photos of that and I just don't because I'm like oh it's a hassle I have I could I could be doing other things yeah. I could be working on other stuff If there's one time I would probably say the spring of my senior year Driving down, let's see, Price Second Street, the flowers on the sidewalk were like just blooming. It, it was some point in May. They were really white. And I thought of this super cool photo of someone like walking down with the, like the petals blowing off the, off the tree. And I just never, I never pursued that photo because I was like, ah, whatever. It happens every spring. And oh, two yeah. years later, yeah. it's still like a photo that I'm like, oh, that'd be cool for yeah. me. So that's probably to this point a photo that that I wish I would. Interesting that that the idea that it'll next year it'll be there too. Yeah. Like you know, just and it's been two taking years for and granted. I still done it. Yeah, you know, and or the opportunity for like with Mocha, like some yeah. opportunities are only well, she's gonna yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot. There's a <laughs> lot of photos that I wish I would have taken that I didn't. But okay. I have six written down. I have to choose three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing three hard questions each. We didn't say that at the beginning. Actually, we just said okay, questions. I'll start at the. I'll start on easy mode. Oh, okay. What was the lowest slash hardest point of your writing career, and and why? Oh no, that's interesting, especially with the <laughs> with our recent with, rant with, with on the, the poetry <laughs> slam. <Yeah. and laughs> um, but that actually isn't isn't the writing. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm gonna give you the interesting question of when I actually 
as a young dad didn't really continue coming off of college and actually I, I and even though it's old school self-publishing that had self-published you know my first collection of poetry and that's you know and then in a sense fatherhood and job and all that time and that was kind of that kind of that same vibe well I'll get to it I'll get to it um and you know, I still had ideas, still, you know, had things going, but just kind of let it, let it go and didn't pursue it when I was just on that cusp of, you know, maybe good things happen, you know, just, and then let life take over. And we've actually addressed that in a couple of yeah. different ways in the creative, that it is, um, it's a hard balance and I don't regret it. Like I don't, <clears throat> but I was still learning. Because now I write more, and I've got more kids. I've got more, like, got, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, three times as many kids yeah. as you had. Yeah. And so it just, and being a, a, you know, young father and learning that stuff, I didn't quite understand balance and that I could do things, you know, and stuff. And so I just missed, I missed a lot of years there. Because it was years. It wasn't just a season or something. It just, it was... Um, a, a number of years that I actually really didn't write much. I still wrote poetry and scratch, but it just, yeah, I, I just like did. a couple poems a year or like, yeah, what? not much. I mean, it just, I was just in father mode and job mode and, um, you know, was head football coach, you know, my second year at Pawnee city and, and stuff. And so, yeah, it just was that, that hurdle that all creatives have in the sense that when you, um, don't have it as your livelihood that time and responsibilities and stuff can overtake it. So I just, I know I missed some opportunities. I missed some, some chances. And so. Okay. So follow up. Do you feel that you have caught up at least emotionally writing to that point? Or do you feel that that point in your life is just kind of a, in terms of your writing career, like a, a gap? It's that a, you didn't. It's you a gap. Didn't. It's a gap, and I, um, you know, now I'm a different writer that you know I've done, but maybe that did spur like me teaching myself all these poetic forms and doing, you know, maybe had spurred some of that. It just, but that's the hard part of it. It's over. I will not get, you know. But so I'm now uh, writing all kinds of different, you know, things and stuff. So. Gotta wait till everyone's out of the house. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Question two. What do you want to be most respected for in regards to your creative world? Okay. It, it's kind of creative, kind of not. I want to be respected for the way I treat people and the way specific, like in this realm, like clients, um, just other media people. I like... I want to be respected for the quality of work that I did and all that stuff. That the things that everybody wants to be respected for, but most of all, I want to be remembered as like the guy that treated people well, treated other people in the media rooms well, treated every client well. Like the best testimonial I could get from a client is you were so fun to work with, and, and all not your work is amazing, all that. Because there are several 
photographers and stuff that I know that have gotten testimonials of, oh yeah, like your stuff is great, but it's really hard to work with you because of, of just your, your work style, different things like that. And so I want to be respected for not only like the quality and, and stuff that everybody wants to be, but the person that I am during the shoots and the personality that I maybe bring out of the clients or the other media people, things like that. That's what I like. If, if I ended my career and people said, yeah, he was, he was great to work with alongside of, or for whatever, that would be the, like the biggest compliment out of, out of all of them. So, I mean, and I think I kind of see that just thinking of, cause, uh, you know, senior photos and stuff just finished up but you're getting started next and um seeing a couple of of the different shots you know there's one with a uh baseball catcher and you you know the ball was in the air you know and i can see you can't you can't create that kind of creativity without having a connection to the client because sometimes you might ask them to do or you know and Knowing their personality and and things like that, you can tell but, if it's awkward between the photographer yeah. and the client. You you like there's just if you're a photographer, you can just kind of tell like yeah they weren't really feel they weren't natural yeah. in that motion or or pose or whatever. Yeah, that's that magical part that tone of of our artwork. But yeah, but that's where I see you know, and you're also not afraid to because. I just know of, I'm just trying not to say their names because we don't, yeah. you know, of some very personal senior photos um, of the of the uh, hobbies and things that they really love that I don't think other um, or just boxed photographers would ever uh, do yeah. because it's like this is how I do that. I don't know. It's but that's a really very interesting and well, and there's a lot of photographers that I feel gear more towards what would look good for my Instagram and my portfolio what haven't I done yet that can I that I can add to versus what does the senior want in their photos because it's their memory yeah it's their year yeah and that's what I always tell them they're like do you want me in this jersey and that jersey do you want me in and I'm like they're your photos like whatever (laughs) you want most that's what we should do. It's not about my Instagram post or it's not about what I think like obviously I have an opinion like okay that looks terrible we don't do that. But <laughs> there it's your memories you're yeah. you're paying for it. It should be what you're most proud of, what you feel most comfortable in that sort of thing. Yeah. Kind of their their stories yes. too, which we would talk about. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. I'll save the hardest one for the last one. Okay. Okay. At what point would you have felt that you have made it? If oh, whatever I, that is. At what okay, point this would is, you feel is, you're like I've, this, I've made this it? This is, and we've talked about this a little bit of me being, and I, just lots of personal things are are happening. We're not going to get into that, but we we know and. Um, the importance of our time and stuff like that. Um, I will make it. I will be on. I will make it when somebody walks up to me and goes, "Aren't you the poet, Jamie Bolhar?" That's all I want. Really, honestly, you know, it, it would also it would mean I'd probably sold some books. I mean, but 
I, I know that I am more than the poet, okay? But I don't seem, nobody seems to see me yet as a poet and or writer per se or blogger. You know, it's just, I, I, I'm not trying to be egotistical. It's really hard to explain, but I think everybody does. When you take pride in your work and, and you want to be recognized for that. So... When that kind of happens, when somebody comes, when a up stranger to, comes up yep. and says, "Are are you Jamie Bullhauer, that the, guy that the I wrote poet that poem?" Or that I just yeah, yep. Okay, interesting. <laughs> even like, even if it's a long distance relative or something, like, I mean, I shit, like, I don't know, like, no, just somebody that you don't know comes the, up to you know. and says, says "Yeah, are you yeah the poet Jamie Bullhauer?" Yep. That would, so, okay, whoo, ready? Am I? <laughs> I don't know, I mean. Oh, all right. Where do you think you'd be if we never bought you that camera for Christmas? Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I attribute a lot of my talks to that camera. So, okay, if you don't know a little backstory... Sophomore year, my parents bought me a like point and shoot camera for Christmas. Super basic, like didn't do a whole lot, but I attributed more than it did more than my phone, like the bot. Like yeah, we were trying to like, and it was like at the time it was miles ahead of what I had ever shot with or ever experienced. I had always like. What I would do before that is I would go out and put out a lawn chair, put my phone up on it, press record, play basketball for a little bit, and then take like the best screenshots we, we of photo. the video. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and be like, oh, this is sick. Like, Bullhauer Ranchula. Like, ugh. And post them on Instagram. I've archived them all now, so don't go back and look because they're all deleted. Without that camera, I feel like right now I'd be in college, probably for some sort of. I feel like I'd still because you still had the school's yes. equipment. You did, but it wasn't yours. Like that's yes. what we and really. Before I got that camera, I had never touched the school's equipment or, or things like that. I probably would have gotten into Strive maybe like junior senior year because I got into that program a year early because I was so like involved in it. Um, so I feel like I'd probably be in college studying what I want to become now. And I feel like I still would have eventually became like a business owner just because I feel like that's my like personality. But I definitely like, I don't think I would have worked for Strive. I don't think I would have gotten that NSAA contract. I don't like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have my own place right now. <laughs> I think that I would be about like four years behind on on where I am now and I'm only like two and a half years into this journey anyway and so I'd be even like even farther behind where I am now and I feel like eventually I might have got there but it would have been a, a very different path just because I like I was already doing creative things. Yeah, just but that the phone was, was just not. Yeah, and it, I didn't even take photos. I took videos and then screenshots and tried to manipulate that. 
it would have taken forever like a lot longer for me to learn photoshop and video editing and stuff without that camera and so it just would have put me so much farther back and the reason that i think that i'm successful now is because i'm so far ahead Mm -hmm. of where like the other people in my like age group competition level whatever are at so it, it would have put me kind of like on par or behind where i would have been and i like yeah there's a lot of days that i wake up and i'm like i'm pretty blessed (laughs) to be able to wake up in my own place work for myself be able to sustain a living based on just me clicking a button like (laughs) okay that's not that no it's not that but like some people think yeah a lot of people think that I just think I think I would have eventually got to this point. Yeah, but I think I, think I would so have been. Too, but yeah, you would be just that much more behind or like on par with the competition. It would have been that much harder to get. And we talked about like the Outliers book, that stuff. Yep. That the NSA contract wouldn't have been there. The Strive job wouldn't have been there. All this stuff. Um, and that's I, and thinking of it, I kind of knew. I think your answer, but it's still that getting that we wanted you to have the tools of yourself, and you know, going out and taking photos and doing the crazy, you know, at the beginning, and just and I immediately started a photo challenge. I like, yep. I went. <laughs> Head first into the pool. Yeah. And that's a part of of the creative life is the time, the tools, and the opportunities. When those all come together um, at the right moment, and not a right, right moment, but just the opportunity, you know, I, I think that is what gets um, lots of people excited and, you know, get the chance and being recognized and, you know, just... Um, but without that, without, or sometimes going to teach yourself because you did, you know, because we don't have, we didn't have a photography, we don't have a photography class yeah. at, at school. You still have to go and do things. You still have to learn. You still have to find your opportunities. Well, and that camera did give me the, like, if I would have went to Brickyard with just my phone and taking oh, photos, I, I would have I just subconsciously felt unjustified to be there but since i had a camera i'm like okay i i can go here like i'm a photographer now i have have my own camera and i can take these photos and it's not like it helped me kind of push over the hump of do i like taking photos or am i a photographer like is it kind of a hobby thing or is it part of who i am yeah and i think that it expedited that that jump and just because of your journey i understand like i obviously just have a camera on you know in my phone and i get i'm all like this i can't take that photo like i get now like i can't do that it's just not gonna turn out because i don't have the tools and stuff like you have or i'd you know tell mom like wish you had dante's camera right (laughs) now like that would be you know um and you know that's that 
perfect storm type of thing. So. Yeah, and like with phone stuff, I, I wouldn't have ever gone to the computer to edit photos that like yeah because you stuff. did <laughs> yeah I edited stuff on Visco for the longest time and it was like that's sick. Look at these presets, like <laughs> look at that filter. Yeah, I'm like boom, done, one click, yep. and it's a perfect photo. Look at that park bench. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I, I probably would have got here. We this podcast would have been five years later. Yep. That's that's the story of that. Um, okay. I have a lot of hard questions. I gotta choose one. Oh, I really want to ask all three of these. We may have to do a part two to this in season four sometime. Yeah, because I have other questions too, but this yeah. Was... Okay. Go ahead and ask it. You, you got one that must be just... Okay. At what point would you... Like, what defining moment would you say... I can't write anymore. Like, it, it's not working i'm done oh, i'm not gonna cow. do this anymore like what? and if you, you watched our previous episodes negative i know uh, like we talked about the the poetry slam and our our little rant session in like <laughs> episode eight i think it was at what point would you just say like i can't because oh. obviously we're in a little different camps like this is my living it's not his yeah, and, and we talked also about fear and yep. da- like and um, because I think all creatives, to a degree, especially when you step out and when you get to do some of your own photography, you know, you mentioned that people like your nature ones, yeah, like, those they are the ones that you no know, engagement, like, <laughs> but that's like the one. Um, and, and so there have been some times, um, and we've had conversations like. Not that you're gonna give up, but like yeah. You, what would deflating. what would actually finally? Um, because I don't want to cop out either. In that sense, but also meaning though, oh, I will never stop writing. Yeah. Type, you know, um, But see, here's the here's here's the ironic part, and here's the beauty of creativity. Um, and not to get off on the side, because we already talked about artificial intelligence and stuff like that. But but as we've talked about that, creativity is a reflection of who we are. That's kind of what we've always stood as our as a little bit of our definition. Um, so for writing, especially in poetry and stuff like that, sometimes it's those negative deep valleys that generate some really strong writing so if i ever hit a really hard low i'm probably gonna write about it and bring myself back up i have nothing to say blog post yeah i know um i i it's gonna sound like a cop-out but i probably don't think i would ever stop writing it is now okay. So if I flip but, that, it, yeah. But it, I, the pursuit, I might just at a certain point, you know, 
because that it's not dealing it's not the writing part it is actually the energy and time and all that takes to finally get people to again then to recognize me a, as a poet um and i'm working on the newest collection we talked a little bit uh about the the cover um for that i guess honestly it would be even on social media here's the positive of it if i actually start making some content and there ends up being no interaction like just it just nobody all i'm getting is crickets you know and maybe every once in a while you know but like it gets to that level it feels like crickets then i would probably just say okay i'm just going to let it go and i would probably still write but i would stop trying stop posting and stop. pursuing ventures yeah. Because even like as we travel, the Teach Me Tuesday uh, video is coming for the Move Me Poetry community. I was scheduled for this week, so I did kind of a live, you know. And so I'm still like I'm in like I'm still in the midst of the energy and and the expression and doing that stuff. So, but it would be like if I made one of those Teach Me Tuesday lessons, and like everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Then I'd, probably, I'd be like, ah, all right, gotcha. I see, you know. Yeah. That's that's what it probably would take, which doesn't mean that it can't happen. Yeah. I mean, social media uh, in regards of, um, you know, that alone and self-publishing, self-publishing or any creative who may be an artist, even photographer. If you're just starting out, you have to be prepared for a lot of time and energy to get momentum. And a lot of your starting efforts are going to feel wasted, feel yeah. like unfruitful because you're just you're trying to build up like a foundation. Maybe one post only gets like two followers but those two followers might stick around yeah and then once it builds to 5 10 20 whatever those two followers matter yeah and then you and there's a whole like and people talk about how to you know build your audience and what you should do and then your your spirit of what you're creating um you know and then it's hard so anybody who's even if you're a veteran it's, it's hard to maintain yeah. but um since you're wanting to be creative, everybody says just be creative, but it's not. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work to because, again, we've talked about unpopular opinion. Everybody creates for a reason. Yes, some of it's self-expression, but it's because of the other people. Yeah, it is. It's the readers. It's the viewers. It's the you know because you're getting. You know that your expression, whatever artistic expression it is has made a bridge made a connection and other people appreciate and see or read or whatever and go i understand i i like that i whatever you know um and so it takes a lot of a lot of hard work to do that so it would be when when i get crickets just, just for no, a while yeah yeah i just just if, nothing comes back no no engagement no response no yeah it's fair. Yeah. Because I'm doing a poetry slam on Saturday in Omaha. 
the slam under the sun. So I'm going back. You're gonna <laughs> right back on the horse. <laughs> yep, yeah, right back. Let's see. Ranted about <clears throat> it two episodes ago, and we're right back on it. Yep. So um, this will be inter- This will be in Omaha. This is during their uh, art festival type thing. So is it a competition or just yeah? A- no, it's a. It's more in a sense. This is just a slam. So there's no. The winner does get a cash prize. You know, but it is just a kind of a regular slam. Um, in that regard, there's not the representing, you know, yeah. the state that, and that's kind of why that was such a bit like, and that might have been one of the hurdles because all of a sudden I hit attempted one that had a big heavy yeah. aspect Way to it. it. Yeah, yeah and like, oh, this is just this is a slam. Yeah, here we go. Let's see what we can do. So, yeah. Well, hope you guys enjoyed our grilling each other. Basically, <laughs> we. Again, we didn't prepare those questions for each other. This was the first time reading them in, in front of each other. So uh, I hope you guys kind of learned some hurdles, uh, just kind of got a little more insight into who we were. Uh, this was the season finale of season three. So uh, we hope to see you guys in season four. We'll see you guys in two weeks. <laughs>